and welcome to the Healing Dreams Project, exploring projective dream work for your health and wholeness with hosts Billy Ortiz and Dr. Royce Fitz. I am the producer, Viviana, and today we will not have Billy with us as she is taking a little bit of a dream break, but she is always with us in spirit and we are with her as well. So, we're well said. Well said. <laughs> and we're continuing with uh, the theme that we started with, with my stress dream. For all the listeners, if that you listened to what we recorded just prior to this, uh, uh, Viviana described it as stress ish stress-related dreams which we all have yes. and, and it dawned on me after we talked i i need to say this in in dream world these are common kinds of dreams okay in therapy world and interpreting of dreams world it's very easy for people like therapists like friends like uh psychoanalysts like dream scientists to say well that's a stress dream of course and we stop right there so i want to underline of course it is a stress dream yes and as we know in projective dream work dreams have multiple levels of meaning and the multiple is where many people, many passionate, lovely, uh, healing people stop. And this is why during the previous podcast, we didn't stop there. We went deep. And you had a summary, the dreamer had a summary and sent it to me later that use the term do you want to say it or you want me to oh go ahead please go ahead yeah well you 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 sent me a note and you said turning panic into magic is that correct yeah because we spoke of panic and we spoke of magic <laughs> yeah and and what a summary of how we when we are patient and take a step back take a breath and put the you know the crisis feelings of the dream on the shelf and then dream dive into the symbols the beauty the the yearnings that the dream is is holding uh, is is guiding us with then we can understand that dream wasn't just about stress or panic and the reflection that the dreamer had turning panic into magic for me summed up the dream beautifully just needed to say that sister thank you i appreciate <clears throat> that <laughs> you're welcome and so tonight you were trying to be appropriate and polite and introduce my dream do you want to go ahead with that again Yes, well, we have your dreams 
if we have enough time. I'd love to do both. <laughs> yes. I think they both came in at the same evening. Yeah, so, they and did. when they do, they did. They did. they're, they they're did. usually related. So let's, let's go for it. I'm ready. Okay. When you're ready. So this is an important thing that you said. Uh, we have one dream and we work and there are many times that, you know, science says we have anywhere from three to seven dreams a night. And in projective dream world, they're all connected, even from one week to the next. And especially when we have uh, dreams in the night uh, that we remember. We don't remember very many. So, yes, this was on October 26th, and I titled this, a horribly stressful dream. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm aware that at least one or two bad guys have killed a lot of people and have chopped them up and put them underneath, somehow stored them underneath a railroad car where they can only be seen on one side of underneath the railroad car. I think the ones who have been slaughtered or chopped up are immigrants, Latina or Mexican laborers. This man who chopped them up is trying to keep it a secret. And there is another laborer who is walking down on the outside of the other side of the railroad car and happens to look underneath the railroad car and he doesn't see anything because the bodies are under the other side dream logic doesn't have to make sense this is a dream i think this laborer though suspects that there's something there or he may be just making sure that these bodies are hidden all on one side that is not clear the bad guy has weapons the bad guy is caucasian he is black haired his skin tone is kind of reddish rustic unshaven ish kind of dirty skin tone i remember that i'm there i'm trying to decide how to expose him and i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm going to get shot this bad guy has rifles and guns and knives that he's carrying i'm trying to piece all of this stuff together i have only some kind of air gun like a, a bb plastic bb air gun or with pellets i know i have to pump it up in order for the gun the weapon to be powerful i know i'm noticing i'm with other people as well i try to shoot this bad guy and the air gun doesn't have enough compression it's not pumped up enough so it doesn't do any damage this man has a real weapon and he shoots me in the hip or the leg it, it he could have killed me he, 
I'm aware that he could have and he didn't. He shoots me in the hip or the leg. It doesn't seem to affect me very much, but I do notice being shot. I'm finding, I am I find my air gun again and I pump my gun up even more. And I, so I get the compression where it, it's very um, powerful and I shoot him again, but it doesn't work much. I think I hit him in the mouth. He tries to shoot me back as a kind of reprisal and he wants to shoot me in the mouth. I'm supposed to stand and take it. I somehow move or I flinch and when he shoots, it doesn't do any damage. And I'm trying to convince him that in some way that he doesn't need to do this. That's the end of that dream. Hmm. So I'm wondering, should I read the additional dream or shall we just leave it alone? Uh, I'm, Up to you. I, um, thank you. It's dreamer's choice. I think for as I carry this dream, this is a lot of a dream. So I'm going to stop and we probably won't have time to work on the other part of the dream or the other dream of the same night. Um, <clears throat> I can see how it, it goes. Yeah. And, and so I'm wondering, I, I would like to give, uh, and maybe you were going to ask, but I would like to give some daytime context to this stream and and if you were going to ask, I guess you just have to ask again, and I apologize. But once in a while, not once, it's always good for me when I work with dreams to wonder, what were the things that were going on in the waking world that day and or within the last couple of weeks? Anything there? And the reason I ask myself this question is I just launched my book, my book of dreams, my book of stories, my geography of the soul, dreams, reality, and the journey of a lifetime, a few hours before I had this dream. And it was a fabulous launch. And I was so wound up and happy and, and uh, overwhelmed. And I thought, boy, and I, I honestly thought this when I went to bed, I'm going to sleep well and i wonder what kind of cool cool dreams will i have and damn it i get this crazy reactive for me stressful dream and because it's my dream it's like i can't think what the what, yeah you know this this isn't a good dream i don't care what these beautiful projective thoughts are that all dreams come in the service of health holding healing healing and wisdom it's like well, yours do, but mine don't. So this befuddled me a lot. So I'm going to stop there and just turn the dream over. <clears throat> turn the dream over. Yes, mm -hmm. we're going to turn it upside <clears throat> down. Well, Oh, my God. Yes. Well, you know, I can't help but uh, my my dream teacher Billy Ortiz mm -hmm. always mentions that whenever you have death in a dream it's because I 
am going through a psycho-spiritual deep transformation. So Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I would ask myself, mm -hmm. is, is this something that's currently happening? Is this uh, something that I, that I have, uh, that I'm thinking about in waking life right now? And I can keep going or, or you can, <clears throat> um, well, th that, that's a lot. Uh, so I'm going to reflect and the short answer is yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, my waking world has lots of transition happening and uh, I'm going to go ahead and share some of that. Uh, I have been working uh, near Denver, Colorado, on a military base as a military family life counselor embedded with uh, the Navy way out here in the central U.S., right next to the mountains, the Navy and other military services are all stationed on this space force base and i've been here over a year and i'm going to end this assignment next week so after that i have the great i don't know and i the great i don't know like how am i going to you know make a living how am i going to be okay how am i going to Straveg, and this is a plug for my book. Please buy the book and Straveg with me. This is to say that in the world of Straveg, of following one's uh, nomadic yearnings and pullings, there's anxiety that goes with this. And my online practice, my uh, book out there and traveling back to uh, the East Coast where some of my beloved family is for the uh, for the long holiday period a and and then you know nudging myself into January, February, March, what will my life look like? And uh, so, so I, as I've struggled with this anxiety and listening to Viviana, so yeah, so what part of this dream is about, uh, how did you say that, rebirth or? Uh, well, it's a, anytime that death comes up in, mm -hmm. in my dream, it's a symbol of, deep, deep psycho-spiritual transformation. Yeah, and sarcastically, I, I say, it's easy for you to say, this is scary stuff. And my dream is scary. Yeah. I am get, I'm getting shot. I'm trying to shoot with, you know, a plastic air gun yeah. to protect and, and dismemberment. Well... I also, this dream for me calls up 
and I'm just going to tap on this, leave it, and then run. But uh, mm -hmm. it also taps into the collective unconscious, if this mm. were my dream, just uh, mm. because of given the situation that's brewing in the world right now, mm -hmm. the Middle East and everything else. So mm -hmm. there are elements of that energy that come through in this dream if, if, I, had, if I had lived this. So there's mm -hmm. that as well. May, may I respond? Of course. So, so this touches me because uh, I, I don't, this may be beyond speech right, so I'm going to kind of struggle with that. What touches me is dreams come for all of us. One dream is for all of us, all of, of all life forms, in addition to the one who dreamed. And I am attuned. That's what my book is about. I get goosebumps. I'm attuned to the dismemberment of our world, of how we are doing this to each other. The violence and, and the helplessness, the fear. Uh, so all dreams, this dream, my dream is yeah thank you it helps me realize this isn't just my dream and i i am a you know i'm a sensitive guy <laughs> what do i say i'm attuned in some ways in ways that others aren't consciously and on the military base i'm attuned i i i i know i carry the unconscious anxieties i feel the unconscious anxieties of military members we send them to this as a citizen i send them to do what they're doing do i agree no do do i send them yes do i have conflicts yes do i experience some version of not some but major version of of security in the midst of this anxiety yes dismemberment yes so i thank you that helps me realize again this is not just my dream this is the dream of you know all of us who are wounded all of our wounded warriors all of our citizens of the world who are suffering on both sides of whatever fences there are or are not absolutely thank you for letting me go there yeah yeah <clears throat> well i actually love this dream because in this dream it shows me my invincibility in the potential fear or threat or powerlessness, I'm somehow magically able to defend myself or at least come out alive, <laughs> given mm -hmm. that I'm being shot at mm -hmm. in this dream. Mm -hmm. I would ask myself, am I feeling threatened or under pressure in my waking life? And you kind of touched on that, if you want to 
interrupt me whenever I'm just going to go riff now. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and just use, just use the word I, you know, I'm coaching okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, just so we do that. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, I would ask myself, am I feeling threatened or under pressure in my, in my waking life? Mm -hmm. um, the fact that immigrant laborers come up, I'm wondering if this is touching on my sensitivity towards social injustices. Mm -hmm. um, and I also question my own vulnerability or and helplessness mm -hmm. in others, in me, and in all of us. Um, I wonder the, the part where, okay, so I'm going to bring up the railroad car. The railroad car is a mm -hmm. sense for me, like a sense of confinement. If I'm in a railroad car, I'm trapped. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm in on a railroad track perhaps. So it's very limited and it's controlled and maybe I don't see my options because mm. it's just this one track. Mm. Um, I'm, I, I'm also wondering about the, the bodies that are underneath this railroad mm -hmm. box, a railroad thing. What is it called? Railroad, railroad car, car, railroad car. 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 <laughs> um, a and freight car. Yeah, well, it's carrying perhaps my baggage, some of my baggage, or my, uh, and it's transporting it down this very strict road on the track. The dead body could be a part of me that is 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 falling to the wayside that I'm letting go, that I'm having to let go, forced to let go. It's no longer part of me. Um. It's, it's no longer functional. Mm. It might represent the need to let go of something that's not serving me any longer. Mm. Um, or maybe even a part that I have, a part of me that I've suppressed or neglected that is hidden underneath. Oh. So what i'm aware of right now as i'm holding these words and letting these projections touch me i um that last part is so powerful that i can't remember what you said <laughs> <laughs> is there a part of me that is needing tending that is no longer serving me that perhaps I've suppressed <clears throat> or neglected or is no longer functional. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a yes. Uh, and, and what I'm aware of, you know, I don't, I don't know how to answer the yes other than to say yes. I, I know in my dreamer's choice, I'm not prepared to kind of go into some of those things that no longer serve me. And and how my wounds have been, uh, um, I, 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 like 
uh, like haunting me a bit and and now perhaps the dream is saying i i can let go of that Mm. Nice. Mm. So I need some more reflection. Okay. Projections. I'm ready. I didn't know whether to keep speaking or yeah. if you wanted to keep right. speaking. Yeah, it's hard to know. <laughs> okay. So weapons. Weapons for me mm. are powerful are perceived it's a threat um and so i would ask myself what am i struggling with in my waking life uh, do, do i feel the need to defend myself in some way mm. uh, do i need to take action in a situation that's very challenging for me So, I do feel helpless, vulnerable. Yeah, I think vulnerable. <laughs> you know, in my dream, I've got this plastic air gun. It's like, it's not even a daisy BB gun that I grew up with as a kid. It's just a freaking plastic air pump gun that maybe shoots nerfs in the waking world. I don't, you know, nerf uh, targets. Nerf balls, whatever those are called. <laughs> Spongy. But it's supposed to shoot pellets in the dream. That it's like, I'm, you know, literally, I'm so outgunned. <laughs> I'm so outgunned. The, the, the part of me that's in the, that is Royce in the dream is outgunned. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, speaking of that air gun, um, I would ask myself, where am I full of air, maybe? Or it, it kind of brings up these feelings of inadequacy or unpreparedness. Yeah. Um, maybe mm. attempts to address an mm. issue that are not, not effective. Mm. Or where have I exaggerated or falsely inflated numbers or information about something i don't know it, it, it's mm. it's a call it would be a call for me to check my true authenticity and how how far if i'm off track at all mm. Mm. at the same time i actually love that i have to pump it up mm -hmm. because pump it up in workout, mm -hmm. in a workout routine, it's like pumping mm -hmm. up those muscles, you know, mm -hmm. um, in a pop song. There's a pop song that's, I think it's called Pump It Up or something. And and it inspires mm -hmm. good times or energy or energy to go work out, happiness. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a call. It, it inspires powerfulness. My it, it taps into my my own power. Um, it gives me energy, it gives me strength, pump it up, it gives me positive vibes and adrenaline, it wakes me up. Um, mm -hmm. If I tell somebody, pump up the volume, it means turn it up, I want to hear it, give me more, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's jazzing me up and I want more. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or I remember when I was on swim team, our my coach used to pump me up before a swim meet, you know, to increase in excitement and confidence and mental preparation. So I, that helps a lot. Uh, th- that pump up and uh, I know. So here, uh, it, part of what air says to me, I know that as a very young child, I had severe asthma and air. Okay. Air has always been a kind of a, a you know, a, yeah, an archetype for me. Yeah. Yeah. So if, so Viviana is, is now these are audio recordings. So, <laughs> so you're not going to, you're not going to be able to see, see the, see the, me uh, using my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, and 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 so air is a metaphor for me, and in fact, in my book, I refer to air quite a bit. In fact, there's a beautiful little phrase I use: the geography of air. Okay, and so that that's a really beautiful aha I have. And uh, and I feel inadequate. So this is really unlocking things. I feel inadequate. I'm trying to use a freaking plastic air gun to pump air into it so it will be powerful enough. And how inadequate I felt as a little kid. How inadequate I feel in the dream. How helpless. That no matter how powerful I can pump this up, this other bad guy has got you know knives and rifles and it's you know i'm helpless against this so i feel so vulnerable and that i you know that is kind of a psychic it's one of the psychic wounds that i carry even as i have healed Mm -hmm. i carry this awareness that that's that that is a part of my uh, my, you know my living history Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and i i just had the, another awareness about awaking life experience. I I don't know when the. We, I'm sorry, we have to just go there. The main M A I N E shooter up up in Lewiston, Maine, and the devastation. I don't remember if I had the dream. You know, also around the same time that this man was, who is so wounded and so attacking powerless people and you know i know i i i worry every time i go to the grocery store what 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 okay so i know that is a it's not just a wonder i know that is a part of my psyche and my helplessness in the world as i know this world and it's 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 all of our psyche uh i want to say that as yeah, well. No, absolutely. We are all wounded. We are all wounded. This is speaking to the collective unconscious. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. All that's Thank going you. on right now. Yeah. Um, I love, again, in the dream, how I'm being shot and I do not feel the pain. Mm. This to me shows resilience. I'm able to withstand challenges 
even when they're daunting. I'm with the plastic gun. He's with the real gun. Mm -hmm. He shoots at me. I feel no pain. That's awesome. <laughs> and another thing that I do is I stand up and I I, I try I'm try I try to convince the attacker. Mm -hmm. So this for me tells me that I'm I'm open, you know, my, my ability to communicate mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. find a, a, a peaceful situation a peaceful outcome or negotiate a peaceful something, you know, just able to be mm -hmm. communicative. I think that's 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 a, that shows me that it's a, it's a good thing. And then at the same time, I wonder in my life, uh, do I find it difficult to negotiate things in my life? Um, so I, is it okay if I interrupt? Yeah, absolutely. My, my dream. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do work hard to work I, I work in complex settings i know i cannot not do that you know working in the military working with difficult uh uh client situations that are not related to military just waking life world difficult situation I'm drawn, I am drawn. I cannot not work in those situations. So I do feel inadequate. I do feel vulnerable. I feel like I'm, you know, and you know, when we talk about my work in the military, I mean, this is, you know, an easy, an easier connection because this is about death and destruction. And here I am with an inadequate battle tool and so I try to use the tools I have, which, you know, my compassion, my, my talking, my thinking, my engagement to try to diffuse. And, and, and you know, I, I carry opposites all the time. Mm. I do not want to not carry opposites. I carry the yin and yang. I carry the, uh, uh, the paradox. I, I, I finally, over the last five or six, seven years, appreciate the carrying the paradox. Mm -hmm. And and the, thank you, because this is reminding me again of how I carry this paradox. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to not do that. No, oh, I love that. That's beautiful. That's really, really nice. I, just to continue, if for me in this, if I had dreamt this or when I dreamt this, it reflects a desire, a deep desire in me to find nonviolent resolutions in conflicts. Mm -hmm. And it's a call for the collective unconscious to perhaps find nonviolent solutions to these kind of conflicts. Mm -hmm. More than anything, as 
I come to the end of the dream, it, 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 the, my my attacker, my my the gun is pointed at me and shoot shooting me. But I stress, I see it does not do any damage to me, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to convince him that he doesn't need to do this. Mm-hmm. And that right there is just so beautiful. Mm. I love that because I'm using rather than using a weapon i'm using my words mm. to come and arrive at a non-violent resolution i'm reminded thank you i i'm reminded of other dreams where we've worked about bullets and mouths and Sometimes bullets represent unspoken words or you know, mm-hmm. wanting to speak. Mm-hmm. And and I'm being shot or he's aiming for my mouth and I'm trying to aim for his mouth. Mm-hmm. And and you know that that uh obvious and not yet obvious mm-hmm. insight mm-hmm. of words and teeth and the unspoken and the yearning to speak and 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 how to speak and bring a, a resolve how to heal conflict mm-hmm. yeah mm. the the mouth is you know it's, it's where i talk it's, it's what i'm trying to stutter and do now uh, and many of many of these stutterings are, you know, my my beyond speech ripe. It's still on my unconscious. And mm. it, <clears throat> well, as a writer, mm. I, I I've I, heard I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I use my words mm. to put them on a page to create mm. a whole book to create mm-hmm. a novel, to create entertainment, to create mm-hmm. a, a beauty. Mm-hmm. And here I'm using it also as, as a way to resolve conflict, as a way to empower myself, mm-hmm. as a way to, to strike a chord of res- resilience. Mm-hmm. To pump mm-hmm. up, to pump myself up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I want to interrupt. Yeah. I have another little insight oh, about pumped yeah. up. So when I work in extremely conflictual, difficult uh, uh, environments, you know, clients, wait, you know, uh, people that are simple simply citizens of the world people that are military members in the world um I, I i have lots of anxiety and i do have to pump myself up i'm an introvert for one mm. <clears throat> so i have to keep nudging myself to you know be out there and that always takes extra energy extra pumping up mm-hmm. and I don't speak 
a lot of different languages, you know, that I'm confident of. And sometimes I walk into a client situation and I, I need to really, you know, breathe in mm-hmm. and deeply listen. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes in my own projective process, I get nervous or scared. And so I have to pump myself up to stay with this moment. And of course, in military world, you know, it's, it's, it's very strange language strange situation highly conflictual as far as how comfortable i feel and so yeah i have to pump myself up to you know to walk around the base say Mm. hi to people Mm. i I have challenges about that Mm. i want to hide and i don't want to hide (laughs) i would see this dream there's so much pumping it up. Uh, I would, in in the same way that I arrived at panic, I went from panic to magic. Mm-hmm. I would, if this were my dream, I would, I would go from helplessness to pumping up, but pumping up in a, in a I mean, basketballs need to be pumped up in order to just work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or a tire on the car. Mm-hmm. Um, needs to be nice and you know pumped mm-hmm. up as well to run mm-hmm. better, smoother, faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, a water pump. Uh, I have mm-hmm. a water fountain here, and it's pumping up water. Mm-hmm. I want this dream is is telling me to that the beauty of pumping it up. Mm-hmm. I love pumping these things up. I love pumping myself up. And before mm-hmm. every performance, mm-hmm. I definitely have to pump myself up as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's normal for for an artist mm-hmm. speaking as an artist, as mm-hmm. a, and then to my fellow artist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. another that's another so reason why I love this. What, how I'm receiving that is this is a really cool thing that I'm that I know how to pump myself up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And, and, and instead of feeling like that's inadequate, it's like, yeah. that's a wonderful skill, Royce. I've been doing it my whole life. Embrace this anxiety, turn this in Viviana's word, turn this into, you know, panic into magic. And, and for me, it's like, I, I feel empowered doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shoots me in the leg for crying out loud. And it doesn't seem to affect me. I notice it, but it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. I see the blood. I see the wound. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, the uh, bullet went into the leg. I And yeah, it didn't stop me. It didn't hurt. And he shoots me again. Yeah. And I'm supposed to stand and take it mm-hmm. and somehow move or flinch. And it doesn't mm-hmm. do any damage to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and then what I do is, is uh, you know, feelings and dreams, as we worked on yesterday, need to be put on the shelf. I feel inadequate in that. And uh, so I'm... Uh, uh, 
I, I'm a, I, I fear, I'm afraid he's going to make me stand and take it. Mm. And I, and mm. uh, so I feel so weak. Okay. And, uh, mm. Coaching myself. If I put the feeling on the shelf, I have managed to outmaneuver a dangerous moment. Mm. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been delightful. Yeah. Have we? come to that arbitrary close moment <laughs> well arbitrary yes uh you know i i'm i'm doing my best not to shrink ish myself too mm. much and to mm. turn that over uh to you uh so there are other deep pieces that you know are floating around mm. i i want to mention you know one of the beautiful things in my world is that i have a dream community mm. and i i called one of my you know because this this dream came on the back end of a beautiful victorious launch of my yeah. book yeah and my, my dream friend said sounds like postpartum depression to me it's like what of course of course of course i gave birth and now and you know months and weeks and years and of this and and i i as i say that i'm also aware i don't want to appropriate something that is not of me by claiming you know that womanness is you know and There's at the same wrong with appropriating <laughs> <laughs> well i the metaphor is very good <laughs> thank you yeah and and so i hold both uh so this is this guy's closest approximation to literally giving a birth mm-hmm. and and also experiencing this uh the, you know, this um uh exhaustion and and postpartum uh, dis- disorientation and depression. And once I heard that, and also this beautiful work we're doing tonight, it's like, once again, I believe, Royce believes, praise the <laughs> gods and goddesses. Royce is a believer that all dreams come. Mm-hmm. This dream has come for my health, healing, wholeness, and wisdom. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And thank you for the listeners uh, who are projecting all through this. And uh, I want to hear you listeners. I want to hear your projections because that will be so beautiful for my enhancement as well as the world's. One little added mm-hmm. comment bef- before we wrap this up, up. <clears throat> in the dream it's mentioned that i can't remember if it was one or two bad guys mm-hmm. and just taking that one in the tarot i know it's a little far-fetched but 
mm. since I do tarot. Um, one mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is the fool, and, it, and it's the your your projection. So you have every yeah. right to well, do that. One in my life is the fool, and mm. two in my life is the high priest priestess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's like I have this the fool part of me that is coming in and transforming my entire life Mm. and the high priest part of me is showing me invincibility in the face of all this destruction and transformation whoa baby whoa queen viviana (laughs) serious uh so i i want to i i'm going to take what I understand to be the fool for those of us in the world that are not, you know, uh, educated and passionate about the tarot. My understanding of the fool is, as in Jungian dreamwork, trickster. Yeah, that can be. Th- th- this is a, a tricky device, a way to get me to, in an outrageous way, to see myself in a new way. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. on target? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm, uh, and and in my, <laughs> I'm going to do this and I may regret it, but in my biblical wisdom, you know, my Christian self and my study of scripture, St. Paul uses the phrase, the foolishness of preaching, or we are fools for Christ. Okay. Now, in all of my work, all of those years, I, you know, this is a language. I interpret this. I reinterpret this. And so this is my projection onto those words, is that for my most authentic self, my most vulnerable self, I must be a fool. I must have outrageous courage to be out of my box in order to hold up authenticity as the goal Mm. so that helps me a lot Mm. and 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 um and this priest cell up part it's like how did you say that because that fits right into my you know my myself i am Mm. priest Mm. My well, version of priest. Number two in in the tarot is the high priestess uh, and uh, okay. high priestess or <clears throat> and high priest. So mm-hmm. that's how I, yeah. And how did you say that you? Well, in the face in the when conf- in my in this dream of mine mm-hmm. where I'm faced with someone mm-hmm. aiming to destroy everything about mm-hmm. me, inc- including anni- potentially annihilating me, I'm mm-hmm. able to call on the high priest part of me to mm-hmm. show invincibility, to unveil my invincibility through my words, through mm-hmm. through my own sorcery. <laughs> so I love that, and I hope all of the listeners grasp these two so my take for myself is as i am more authentic i am priest i empower myself with power so 
authenticity, which looks weak out there. Vulnerability looks weak out there. Like, oh, I'm unarmed, blah, blah, blah. This is actually my truer self. Mm. And that I become, I become. Invincible. It, oh, okay. Okay. That's no word that I can't use yet. Okay. So, and, but, but, you know, for all brave souls, even as my body dies, I'm invincible because I stand for my version of truth, my version of authenticity. And Viktor Frankl, the, the amazing uh, Jewish psychiatrist and philosopher in existentialism, also talks about our greatest and last freedom is the freedom to respond. We cannot control the outside. We can control our authenticity, our self to be real in the presence of this. And he survived a concentration camp. Mm -hmm. And many do not and did not. And it's like, oh, he's authentic. He died authentically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, thank you. That's my dream. Mm -hmm. It's our dream. It's a wonderful dream. <clears throat> our dream in the world. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we wrap that dream up, do you want to do you want to go launch into the next dream, or no? Leave it yeah, let's leave it. Leave it for uh, another time. Oh, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, then, in that case, I would like to well invite the listener to call in your dream to the dream hotline. That number is seven two zero. 573-9195 and, and I want to and underline that is the projections that all of our listeners are having about my dream and call those in too and oh, yeah. just say oh I want to say this about that and it's like please do this yeah. you know our, our dreams heal us and uh, the, our listeners are a part of the healing process. Absolutely. The collective mm -hmm. unconscious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, RoySpitz.com, Geography <laughs> of the Soul, tell us a little more. So, I would love it if uh, people would reach out and be curious about what does a dream work session look like with Royce. And, you know, of course this session in itself is an example. Uh, and I offer reflection and spiritual counseling. And when I use the, the, the term spiritual counseling, my version of this is that, we are working towards deep authenticity. And when we talk about spiritual, it's what is it in our heart and soul that expresses who we are as an individual and in the world? Because we are here to help heal ourselves and help heal the world. So looking at the deeper, beautiful issues of life for a person to move into more healing, more health, more wholeness, more wisdom, uh, and, and 
as of tonight, also deeper authenticity. So that's where, and then my book, my beautiful book, The Geography of the Soul. The, tonight, I worked on my geography. <laughs> and, and the book itself is inspired by a beautiful physical hike I took in England mm -hmm. several years back. And this book is about that hike, about that saunter, about that Straveg. Also, it's an invitation that all of us, whether we walk physically or not in the world, we have a geography. And how can we explore our geography for our health and healing sake, as well as for others, that balance of receiving and giving and giving and receiving. Amen. Dreams, reality, <laughs> and the journey of a lifetime. Thank oh, you, Viviana. I love it. I love it so much. And Viviana, who <laughs> are you in this amazing, amazing universe? I am a musician by trade. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at night, I'm an astrologer, tarot, and dream worker. Mm -hmm. My website is viviana.org backslash magic for mm -hmm my dream self and also i would like to mention billy ortiz and how she has she introduced me to dr royce fitz mm -hmm. and she holds uh, dream circles online which i encourage you to if you're interested at all she has evening workshops or and and daytime circles as well her website is wakeuptoyourdreams.com and she also provides um, dream work sessions one-to-one. -one. So it's all, and she also all, trains. If you are interested mm -hmm. in becoming a dream worker, mm -hmm. she holds training workshops, I would say twice a year. So mm -hmm. check mm -hmm. out wakeuptoyourdreams.com. Mm -hmm. That is for Billy Ortiz. Mm -hmm. Well. I think we've come to the end of today's episode. We will do your next dream next time. And until next time, we wish you very, very happy dreams. Dreams that bring growth and healing. Wholeness and healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Bye>. Thank you. <laughs>